This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Size Matters. As days go by. Brian, no, no, no. It's the family that matters. No, that's not even the words. And this isn't about family matters. This is Size Matters. This isn't about Urkel? No, there's no Urkel in this game, I hope. Oh, well. I don't know. We haven't played it yet, so we'll see. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Hey guys, it's Kathy Bacon. Just sitting around listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and uh, I caught up with all the old shows and including the ones with that previous host, and um, enjoyed, like, every minute of it. And um, I just wanted to call you and let you know that I'm um, listening. I'm caught up. I'm going to uh, go uh, – actually, I'm going to – actually, I'm going to listen to Laverne and Shirley while I do um, sit-ups. So hopefully um, you will make the sit-ups, like, fun and everything else. So that's what I'm counting on. I'm counting on you. Um, to make so that's one well, counting on this podcast. We know what I mean. Okay, um, I just wanted to call you, and um, now I have. So <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh, I'm just so embarrassed. You guys are just adorable. So goodbye, Curtis. Yes, Brian. Kathy Bacon left us a message. She finally called us instead of Big Fatty. She's been calling Big Fatty for a lot, saying that she is listening to game night guys mm-hmm. but she's telling big fatty that she hasn't been telling us that right and now she has she finally did and i think she's all caught up with the shows is she well she said she was doing her sit-ups to laverne and shirley which was the most recent episode before this one i hope we helped your abs yeah we're good for your exercise <laughs> regimen curtis and i clearly don't do that though we're all about bellies i think oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's work <laughs> It's time it, for that. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work eating all the pie and cookies and chips and no, nachos. And it, it is coming up to be the time of year where there's pies and cookies. Pie and, day is like in two weeks. I know. Oh, <laughs> the high holy day for Brian. Pie it day. Means more than Christmas. Day after Thanksgiving. I have an app on my phone counting down to pie day. Of course you do. As of right <laughs> now, let me let's check in, shall we? Yes, let's. I'll say more words to further stall the silence. (laughs) Pie party is in 12 days, 5 hours, 33 minutes, and 26 seconds. That's less than two weeks. I know. (sighs) Pie day is the best day of the year. (laughs) But we're not not here to talk about pie day yet. No, we're not. We're here to talk about this game. Size matters. What could it be about? With a name like size matters. (laughs) I'm wondering. Why are you whining? (laughs) Guys, what is this game? It looks hard. That was my thinking voice. Mm. Your thinking voice is Paris Hilton. (laughs) That's hot. Eh, Yeah, don't do that ever again. (laughs) Well, according to the tagline of the game, it's the game that lets you measure up. Oh my God. Really? Is this about penis length? It's about (laughs) double entendre. Should we just put it out on the table like that? Why did you hit the table with your fist? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it my fist oh how do we play this game brian <laughs> well curtis the object of this game is to advance your giant pawn on a really long game board by wagering points 
on the correct answers to each question known as a size matter. Oh, now the name makes sense. Let's talk about the components of this game. Yes. We mentioned Giant Pond. Yes. It's a really fucking big pond. These <laughs> these ponds are, what, maybe four inches? Mm, I think you're looking at that with grinder eyes. <laughs> because I'm going to guess that's two inches. That's my favorite Kim Carn song, <laughs> Grinder Eyes. <laughs> No, I mean, because this, like, this distance between here and here is about an inch. So that's one, two, okay, so about three inches. Okay. The rule of thumb. They kind of look like a joystick thingy. Or if you've been in any kind of adult boutique, it looks a little bit like something that you would find in there in a certain section. Butt plug. Yeah, that. Butt plug. (laughs) Should I say it again? (laughs) Could you? (laughs) No. (laughs) The board is very long. This is probably the longest game board we've had. Well, it's long and skinny. The girth of the board game is not very big. How did I know the word girth would come up at some point? <laughs> Oddly enough, nothing is shaped really like a penis. No, not at all. <laughs> that, if, if you've been seeing penises that look like this pond, I don't know who you've been dating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to play this, each player will place one giant pawn on the corresponding colored arrow marked start. Each team gets voting and betting cards with card backs that match their colored pawn. Voting cards are marked A, B, C, and D, and betting cards are marked 1, 2, and 3. So this is like multiple choice? Yes. Thank goodness. Yeah, you'll, you'll get... Yeah, thank <laughs> goodness we have the multiple choice, because, you know, trivia. You know mm-hmm. how we are with trivia. We're terrible. Well, it would say, like, what's the largest building, yada, yada, yada. It's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Give me a few choices. That's right. So this game, you know, helps you out in that respect. The person who bought the game goes first. What? That's me. <laughs> what? That's what the rules say. You wrote this. I know, but the actual rules are right there. If you are you read. sure? I'm positive. <laughs> I don't believe you. Get the rules. They're right there. Whatever. <laughs> if the owner of the game is not present, the person who borrowed the game goes first. Weird world. I know. <laughs> if you receive the game as a gift, are you kidding me? Who wrote this cheeky shit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the people that made Size Matters. Someone has remarkable good taste. Yada, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. A turn is started by drawing a size matters card. That player then reads the size question and the four possible answers out loud. The card is placed on the table without revealing the answer, which appears on the reverse side of the card. Each player will play a voting card and a betting card. Vote and bet cards are played by placing them face down. Each matter is then thrown open to discussion. So it wants us to talk and, you know, discuss these matters. I don't like talking to you. Me either. All players should openly talk about the subject. They could tell the truth or try to mislead their opponents with their conversation. After the discussion, each player is allowed to change their bet and or vote if desired. When all of the bet and vote cards are down, the answer is read and each player reveals their vote and their bet. So if we're discussing, are we trying to work cooperatively? No, no. I mean, it, it, it says to open it up to discussion, and I could be like, oh, yeah, I heard that once, that this is the tallest building, you know, and maybe try to sway you to vote one way when I've secretly voted a different way. Sneaky. It is pretty sneaky. Move the giant pawn forward one space for each point earned. Incorrectly wagered points move the giant pawn backwards one space for each point lost. Mm. Each question has a runner-up answer. If the runner-up answer is chosen, the player that guessed it receives one point, regardless of the number of points actually wagered. There is, There are arrow-shaped spaces called no return. A player's pawn cannot be moved backwards beyond the no return space. In instances when a player is near a no return space, a good strategy 
would be to wager more points since each player has less to lose than the higher wager being made near a no return space. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so if you're right next to this arrow spot, you know, and you wager three, if you if you miss it, you only have to go back as far as this arrow. You yeah, won't yeah. lose the three points. Makes sense. Yeah, it's a good strategy. How do you win? Well, the first player to advance their giant pawn to the space marked win is victorious. Simple as that. It is. Mm-hmm. Let's kick this pig. So you've got your betting cards and your voting cards. Yes. And it's so great that the backs of each of these cards looks identical. So don't don't mix them up. Yeah, that is kind of I don't like that. They should have made them have different backs or something. And we have our box of question and mm-hmm. answer cards. Yeah. Did it have a lid on it? No, it did not. Why do people do that? <laughs> I don't know. You get to go first because you brought the game. What is? I bought the game. And you brought it. And I brought it. I brought it. I bring it every week. Mm, debatable. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> okay. Do we want to play the blue questions or the red questions? Mm, ladies' choice. Okay. So who are we calling? Which lady <laughs> are we calling? You. I hate you. <laughs> Let's, sorry. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little frisky today. I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's play the blue side because you make me sad. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have to bet yet. No, uh, you can bet the number of points you think you want to bet after the question is read. And if at some point you'd want to change your bet, if you're not sure, you can do that. I think I would like it better if we bet before. We don't have to do it that way, but I've just, I mean, to me, there's more of a risk there. I don't know. I mean, there's four choices and you get at least one point if you guess the runner up answer. So, all right. All right. You ready? I am. Okay. Which movie contained the largest number of swear words? Oh, mm. is it A, Beverly Hills Cop, B, Pulp Fiction, C, Rain Man, or D, South Park, Bigger, Louder, Uncut? Okay, so. So now we put down our card that is our wager and our answer. That's my answer. Okay. They really should have made these different kinds yeah. of cards. That's stupid. It is confusing. Okay, so the answer is, well, the winner is Pulp Fiction with so, 411. So now we reveal our answer cards. Mm-hmm. That was B. That was B. And we both got it. Yes. And guess how many swear words that Pulp Fiction had. Didn't you just say like 400 and something? Did I? Yeah. Then I did. <laughs> okay. So the, And then the runner-up was the South Park movie. It had 399 swear words. That's a lot of swear words. Just shy, like a dozen swear words. How many swear words do you think we've said on here? No. How many swear words do you think I've said on here? All of them. <laughs> That's not true. I know. I would say I've said about ninety percent of them. Yeah. Since, since Mike left, you're the reason we have an explicit <laughs> tag. <laughs> okay. So how many points did you wager? Three. Oh, I wagered two. So I get to move three. You get to move three, and I get to move two. Our giant pawns. You guys go on Facebook and look at these pawns. Yeah, They're ridiculous. They are ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so it's your turn to read a question. Which of the following dollar amounts is the highest? A, an average bank robbery. Okay. B, value of a 1938 Mickey Mouse lunchbox. Oh, boy. C, cost of the first class Titanic ticket. Okay. D, value of Gary Cooper's autograph. I hate this question. Oh, wow. (laughs) We can do a different one if you want. No, we can do that. <laughs> we don't play by the rules here. That's true. Those are so random. 
And are they factoring in um, inflation? I don't know. Well, yeah. When was this game made? I guess we just have to guess. Yeah. So, okay, the average bank robbery. A is the average bank robbery. Mm -hmm. B is the value of a 1938 Mickey Mouse lunchbox. Mm -hmm. C is cost of the first class Titanic ticket. Wow. D is the value of Gary Cooper's autograph. Okay. All right, Curtis. Yes. What is your answer? Is it A, B, C, or D? I chose C. The cost of a first class Titanic ticket. Mm -hmm. I also chose C. Well, we're thinking alike today. That's the first time ever. It'll be the only time. (laughs) What did you wager? I wagered a point. I wagered a point (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yeah, this this question sucks. We're in sync, like without the vaguely gay boy band reference. I'm I'm a Backstreet Boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the answer is. It shows the runner-up one first, and then the correct answer. The winner is a bank robbery. Really? Average of five thousand dollars. Oh. However, mm-hmm. the runner-up yeah. is a Titanic ticket at $4,700. That was a lot of money for that time. In 1912, yeah. In today's dollars, that's like $5 billion. Yeah. Inflation. That's insane. <laughs> and then they died. Most of them did. So we get to move forward one. Yeah, because we did get one point. So regardless of you know what the correct answer is, if we guess the runner-up, we get a point automatically. Yay. And now you're on the first point of no return. Yes. You can't go backwards. Just like expose. <laughs> Come go with me uh-huh. to the point of no return. Uh-huh. You know that song? I remember that song. God, I loved them. They were so awesome back then. <laughs> and All now, right. not so much. <laughs> no. I think they do like pride festivals and stuff now, like one of them. And then she's got like a couple chicks with her. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. Do you think <laughs> it's that one that sings really well, but kind of has like a kind of face? <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember that song? Um, I don't remember the group, but it takes two to make a thing go right. Yeah. That was... Um, Michelle was, Visage. Yeah, Michelle Visage. I didn't realize that was Michelle Visage. She, she was in that group. She looks so different back then. Yeah. She has like blonde hair. She didn't look like a drag queen back she then. She did not look like a drag queen. <laughs> no, she pretty much does. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Of the following, which is the most popular name for a U.S. town? Oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, Okay. So it's like the number of instances of cities with this name. Is it A, Jefferson, B, Monroe, C, Chester, or D, Plymouth? Well, Rodan from Pot is My Co-Pilot lives in Monroe. Mm-hmm. A, Monroe. Well, A was Jefferson. Do you want Monroe? No, I mean, he lives in a Oh, a, I see. A you're, not, you're not answering A, Monroe, because <laughs> no. that's not it. I've wagered. I'm just waiting for Curtis to I, Yeah, it's strategy or whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. So, what did you answer? I answered A, Jefferson. I also answered A, Jefferson. Are we going to answer the same question the same way each time? We very well may. Hmm. So, the winner is Chester. Oh. There are 25 cities named Chester. I don't think I've ever heard of a single city named Chester before. Even either. Uh, The runner-up was Monroe. Oh. There are 22 Monroes. So, we both get one wrong. we both get one wrong but you're at the point of no return so you don't have to move back but you have to i move however back. Only, i only wagered one point so i only have to move back one if i would have gotten it correct i would have been three well, points you would have see what that made sense for you to wager that much that's why i did it Strategy. i'm glad you put that in the rules it was in the rules oh, they good. pointed it out <laughs> the game that lets you measure up mm-hmm. oh and i like that it's this woman who's just shocked at the size of the pawn 
Yeah, when I saw this game at Goodwill, I thought it was just a graphic on there. And that's kind of how I looked when I opened the box and saw how big these pawns were. I was <laughs> Did like, you clutch <gasps> your pearls oh. when you saw it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's awesome. These <laughs> things are huge. They're kind of nuts. Yeah. Curtis. Yes, Brian. Which of the following is the hardest of hardwoods? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A, white ash. B, white oak. C, shagbark hickory. Seriously? Shagbark hickory. <laughs> or D, red elm. <laughs> okay. How would anyone know this? Oh. Except for maybe Ron Swanson on yes. Parks, Parks and, Rec. and Recreation. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, your answer to which of the following is the hardest of the hardwoods? Hard. <laughs> I said B, white oak. I also said B, white oh oak. Oh my gosh. What is up with us? We've been answering the same. <laughs> All right. The answer is shagbark hickory. That's a made up tree. However, the runner up is white oak. Yay. Uh. So how much <laughs> did you wager? Oh. Just curious. Uh, two points. I did three. So I moved together four there you go. We each got one. Yes. Because we both guessed the runner-up question. If you're keeping score at home, I am in the lead. Barely. <laughs> but you are in the lead. But I am in the lead. Yes. So, Curtis, how are you? What's been, what's new? What's the haps? What's the dealio? <laughs> okay. Um, I've been good. I'm still settling in the new place. How's that going? Really well. I saw that you had uh, your dining room set um, made, finally. Well, yeah, it was assembled. It was assembled. from Ikea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We yeah. talked about going to Ikea, right? Yeah, we did on the last episode. I still have to make my one bookshelf. The first bookshelf I put together practically killed me, and I just haven't wanted to do the well, second it one. It looks nice. It's beautiful. You've got it all like decked out with your objet d'art. My uh, and books. trinkets and tchotchkes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but your dining room set looks lovely. Yeah, thank you. And how is just getting your house in order? Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. We're just taking it a little bit at a time because it's, I didn't have very much furniture when I moved in. Mm-hmm. So. And now you have a lovely sofa. I, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave them a sofa. Yeah. It's very, um, in the beige living room, it, it stands out. I'll just say that. It does. You put a picture of one of the cats on it and, uh, I, it made me remember when I had a cat and mm-hmm. I used to take photos of him on that sofa. The cat is weird. He likes to sit up like a person. You're not really a cat guy. Not really. So it's kind of different for you to have cats. It's, it's been an adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing okay. I used to own cat, a cat, uh, previously. You did? Yeah. Years ago I had a cat. When? Uh, around 2000. Did I know you then? No. Oh, okay. No. This is before you moved to Phoenix. Yeah. This is when I was in Washington still. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little allergic to cats now. Like after my my cat died, uh, I realized I was allergic (laughs) because like about a month later, I went to visit somebody who had cats and I was just sneezing my head off because I hadn't been around a cat in a really long time. So when you had your cat, were you acting the same way? I mean, were you... Um, I was just kind of used to feeling that way, you know? So, like, I did take, like, allergy medicine every now and then stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to take it regularly very often after that. But now, when I, it becomes allergy season, I get really, really knocked on my butt. Yeah. So, there's, like, two times a year that I'm just, like, miserable. I never have trouble with allergies. You're very lucky. And people are, like, miserable and sneezing, and I don't 
I don't react to that. Maybe after, like, say, a year or two of all your, like, kitty snuggles that you'll be getting, you'll um, no. you'll start to develop an allergy. No. <laughs> Curtis got on to me this week, y'all, because I've been teasing him about having cats now, mm-hmm. and I've been calling them his fur kids. I hate that word. <laughs> and so he won't let me say that anymore. Yeah, you're other not than, allowed. Other than, like, me expressing this right now. Yeah. The explanation was okay, but yeah, don't. I hate that word. Hashtag fur kids, Uh, (laughs) y'all. I hate you. (laughs) Brian, are you ready? (laughs) I am ready. Okay. Why did you say it like Joe on Catching Up? I don't know. Didn't you talk to those guys recently? I did. I won the Catching Up with Catching Up with Mike and Joe, I think it's called. I'm not sure. With Catching Up? Yeah. It's basically the episode about the episode about the episode or something. It's very meta. It's very meta. And I'm... You know, it's funny, like, uh, Mike mentioned this, that, you know, he and I rarely ever talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, we text, we chat, we instant message, we send each other animated GIFs all the time. This is probably, like, the second time we've ever talked on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and we and I ended up talking to them for a really long time, like, about an hour and a half. And um, it was nice to get to catch up. He asked about you. Yeah. He was very happy to hear how things are going with you and Bradmaw. Hi, Mike. <laughs> And, uh, and Joe was cool, too. Joe and I found out that we both listened to the Slate Political Gab Fest huh. and that we are both Team Emily Bazelon. Which of the following frequencies occurs in the longest period of time? Now, here's where the fun starts when I get to try to pronounce these words. A. Nona Centennial. B. Vigenial. <laughs> that looks like a dirty word. What was that word again? Vigenial or Vigenial. Okay. C. Sexennial. Oh, this is a dirty question. Uh-huh. Or D, decennial. And I'll let you look so what at was those. The, Nona was centennial, vaginal, <laughs> sexennial, or decennial. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Should we discuss it? Um, I don't, I don't know. know that we could without <laughs> giving away, giving away the answers. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So what did you say? I said D for decennial because I think the D is like 10. Mm-hmm. I said B. We finally answered differently for vaginal because I think the vi I think means twenty. That makes sense because I thought I was trying to think what I thought that would mean. Okay, so the correct answer oh is nona centennial. <sighs> it's that means nine hundred years. Oh Jesus! The runner-up is vaginal. Oh, and that's twenty years. So I was right that it was twenty years, but I thought nona centennial was less than that. So so you get to go up one. Yes, and I'm on the point of no return, finally. And I get to go back one. Yes, you do. So now we're tied. Because you only bet one? Well, no, you, if you miss, you only go back one, don't you? No, oh, no yeah. it's what you bet. Oh, but I bet three, but I bet Oh, yeah, yeah, turn. so you're still there. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> now we're both even on the same spot on the board. Even Steven. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another question. This is great. <laughs> okay, we got to say, these questions are stupid, y'all. I think these cards need to be shuffled, because this one has the word Virginia on it. <gasps> Yeah, it looks like this game was never played. All right, let's shuffle this shit. Okay. Oh, I don't want that's to do a that. that's that's not good board game making. Is that correct term? Sure. <laughs> Is there a term for the production of board games? Yeah, you shouldn't put all the questions together that are alike. Yeah. Because you know people may on a, on a game like this, people probably aren't going to think to shuffle yeah. the questions. I know what that term is called. What's that? Stupid. <laughs> Let me continue to shuffle these. Which of the following requires the most water? 
processing one fourth pound of beef, refining a gallon of gasoline, a load in a dishwasher, a load in a washing machine. What a weird ass question. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Curtis, what is your answer to which of the following requires the most water? Is it A, processing quarter pound of beef? Mm, a quarter pound of beef. <laughs> <laughs> B, refining a gallon of gasoline. Mm, gasoline. Yeah, okay. <laughs> C, a load in a dishwasher. Load. Or D, a load in a washing machine. You said it again. Um, I said D, a load in a washing machine. I also said D, a load in a washing machine. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't we have different answers? All right, let's see what's his answer. The winner is the clothes washing machine, D, at 45 gallons. So we both... 45 yeah. gallons? That's a lot of that gallons. That's a lot of now. gallons. We both got it right. We did. The runner-up was the dishwasher okay. at 15. Hmm. All right, what did you wager? Three points. I wagered three points as well. <laughs> that was the smart thing to do. We now are at the next point of no return. <laughs> Come go with me. Okay, that's enough. At the point of no more expose. <laughs> Stop exposing yourself. <laughs> 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 On which of the following holidays is the most candy sold? A, Valentine's Day. B, Easter. C, Halloween. Or D, Christmas. Do we want to discuss this at all? Mm, well, I think the obvious answer is Halloween, which makes me think that it's not the obvious answer. Interesting strategy, Brian. <laughs> and I would say that, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I was going the same path that you chose, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I stuck with my answer and I said, see Halloween. I said Easter. Okay. Well, let's find out what the answer is. The winner is Halloween. Oh, um, but the runner-up is Easter, so oh. you did get one point. Okay, I get to move up one. I wagered three points. Oh. So I am one spot away from winning the game. You are. <laughs> Damn it, I should have said Halloween. Well, sometimes the correct answer is the obvious one, I guess. Now I want Halloween candy. We just had Halloween. I know we did. Now we need Thanksgiving candy. There is no such thing. There's pie. <laughs> I can't wait for pie party. I know you can't. All right. Which of the following forms of small print are Americans the most likely to read? A, drug prescription. Mm, drugs. <laughs> B, car rental agreement. C, credit card agreement. D, sports liability waiver. Oh, who came up with these questions? <laughs> Which of the following forms of small print are Americans the most likely to read? Is it A, drug prescription, B, car rental agreement, C, credit card agreement, or D, sports liability waiver? Hmm. Well, I, don't, I didn't really think anybody reads any of those things. It's like the uh, terms of service for iTunes. Like, nobody reads that. Never. So, I just kind of guessed. I chose C, the credit card agreement. Uh, see, I don't agree with that because so many people, if they read their credit card agreements, they wouldn't get credit cards because there's a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of hidden charges. Yeah. I said drug prescription. Okay. Because that has to do with people's health. And they figure the doctor probably knows what they're doing. and Well, and there's just fewer things to read. Yeah. Okay. The answer is credit card agreements at 77%. So I was right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> the runner-up is sports waivers. Oh. So, what did you wager? A point. And with that, you win. 
win. You won the size matters game. So that makes you the biggest size queen. No, I don't think that term is <laughs> applicable in this situation. I think it is. I'm giving you a crown. Ching. Oh, is that the noise a crown makes? Uh-huh. Ching. Ching. That's how it magically appears. Okay. <laughs> That's bizarre. Well, Brian, what did you think of this game? Stupid. The and questions were lame and dumb, and we had to shuffle the cards because, like, literally there were, like, five questions in a row that were identical. Just yeah. a little bit different. Like, they would have the same answers in them. I think the questions are a little too esoteric. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, you don't think about stuff like that. But that might be the point of the game. Maybe. I mean, maybe they made it hard on purpose. Maybe. And with a name like Size Manners, you kind of think it's going to be a little bit dirtier. And there really wasn't anything that dirty in it. Yeah, I think all the suggestive stuff is on the, the packaging. And then, of course, the gigantic pawns. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this game. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, it's not terrible, but it's nothing that I would want to play again. I like that we played simultaneously rather than taking turns. Yes, yes. That helped the game go quicker. Makes it a much quicker game. And the and the no return arrows, the spaces that, so, you know, you're not going backwards off the board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you like that? Ugh, you weren't here for it, but when we play that Titanic game, <laughs> you'd hit that one space or card that would send you all the way back to the beginning of the game. Ugh, yeah. That was awful. I did listen to that episode. That was kind of terrible. Well, what you didn't know is that we ended up going back a lot more than we aired. <laughs> like that was <laughs> that game was like an epically long, miserable game. Like the movie Titanic. Kind of, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched the movie Titanic all the way through. It's on Netflix. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's it's currently it's you know socially relevant. Yeah, the height of pop culture. <laughs> so size matters. Find it at a Goodwill or thrift shop near you when you're popping tags. <laughs> so as I mentioned before, I was on catching up with catching up. So I'm not really on it, but if you want to listen to catching up with Mike and Joe, you can find them at cupodcast.com. Uh, I was also this week a guest on Secretly Timid's recap of Walking Dead. We talked about the recent episode of Walking Dead. So if you want to see that, go to secretlytimid.com and look for the episode entitled Internment. Oh, that sounds very final. It's a good uh, episode. It's a, it's a good season for Walking Dead. It's been good. I haven't watched beyond the first season. I know. <laughs> I may at some point come back to it. I, I'm kind of at a place where i'm ready to start watching a new series but i just don't know what to to watch i've been i'm still watching doctor who i'm still in the Are first you? yeah i'm still in the first season of doctor who <laughs> that's good <laughs> something like 10 years ago but okay. no it's more like you know, eight years ago but uh i'm still doing it so what episode are you on now i don't remember the last one i watched it's probably been almost a week oh okay <laughs> hey wait curtis yes brian where did your giant pond go? I don't see it on the board anymore. What? Where did your giant pond go? I don't see it on the board anymore. I, I put it away. Put it away. Where? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no. No, Curtis. No. No. <laughs> did you have fun acting out that little playlet in your head? Uh, acting. Unseen. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. 
Follow us on Twitter. We're at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye. Here's that pawn. Hashtag fur kids. I hate you. (laughs)